0: they fictional friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shireen. And it is the last week of January, which January. means it's the last week that we're talking about apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic depressing Thank shit. God.
1: <laughs> Let's not n- do this next year.
0: <laughs> we'll do something different. <laughs>
1: we keep doing similar things. Last January, we did dystopians. <laughs> okay, we are removing that from the list. <laughs> <laughs> we just won't do it anymore. Hey, looking at ideas for subgenres, and this
0: made sense to me. January is a sad month. It's <laughs> cold. It's cold <laughs> and sad and gray outside, you know? So, um, but to, I guess, wrap things up entirely with uh, everything we've been talking about throughout the month, we're going to kind of take a look at um, the different kind of I guess subcategories of apocalyptic fiction and post-apocalyptic fiction so like you know what's the causation kind of for the story that we're reading basically Mm. what they are uh, more popular ones less popular ones and why the fuck we're still so obsessed (laughs) why are you so obsessed with me why are you so obsessed with me says (laughs) post-apocalyptic fiction Um, and how like it seems like every few years we manage to have a resurgence of some sort Um, And you might not think that it is because it's not in that same subcategory, but we'll get like a new one that'll yeah. pop up again and become popular again yeah. um it's happening right now so just wait for the next few years yeah now we're gonna talk about it because it's happening again right now i'm sure we're headed in that direction you can't see
1: me right now but i'm frowning at her not knowing she's, what she's her, her brow about. is
0: furrowed she's like what do you mean what are you talking anyway about? anyway before we get into kind of the rest of all of that discussion shereen what's on your nightstand well i
1: just finished reading fourth wing <laughs> <laughs> she's so happy And I'm about to start the second one. Yay. Uh, um, It was really, really, really good. Um, (laughs) Really, 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 really good. (laughs) If if any of you have actually been consistently listening to us, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you'll know that um, I had the biggest book hangover last year. And it wasn't even that. I just was mentally incapable of reading. Um, And so uh, I got Fourth Wing and Iron Flame for Christmas. um, And... Fourth Wing was really good, um, mostly because there are dragons who talk. Right. Uh, like, what more could you want? Yeah, It is reminding me a lot of Shadow and Bone um, by Leigh Bardugo. I think that the world building in Shadow and Bone was slightly bigger better okay. um there was a little bit more like mystery and like you know the twists were had a little bit more punch okay uh but this one has dragons and they talk and also Ooh, the um, dragons talk That's oh fun. yeah <laughs> it's really fun um and also the um you know love interest is like Resand from um Okay, he's not like him. Okay, before you all come at me, I know who you are. You're all gonna come at me. He is like you know, equivalently kind of mysterious and swoonworthy. Swoonworthy, yeah. There you go. I would say that's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. So yes really enjoying it Uh, i'm sure many of you listening are like oh me too uh (laughs) yeah probably yeah (laughs) because it's like the new big book um and then once i'm done i mean i'll be talking about iron flame probably next time and then i'll be starting on the crescent city series by sarah moss so pray for me that that doesn't mess up my reading for the rest of the year god (laughs) <laughs> let's hope we don't wind up with the same situation. Hey, look, if you're doing
0: really well with this so far, this is already a good start yeah, to your year. Definitely. So. <laughs> definitely. What about you, Megan? Um, I I just decided to grab one of the very, very many uh, popular romances on TikTok because I was like, yeah, sure, let's do that. <laughs> so I read Butcher and Blackbird by Bryn Weaver, um, which is literally about two serial killers who fall in oh, love. It's, uh, they're like Dexter type of serial okay. killers, so they kill shitty people. Oh, right? Okay. Basically is their thing. They're both known in like different parts of the country. I did, I think I expected it to be like more absurd than it was. And I was like halfway through and I was like, oh my God, I like this book. It's the first in, like, a trilogy because the oh, really? Really, uh, male main character has two brothers, and they're both, like, kind of into, like, weird shit and stuff as well. I think one of them, I believe, is, like, an assassin for hire, basically. So uh, it's called the Ruinous Love Trilogy, and there's going to be two more that are coming out. I think one's coming out this year. I'm sure the other one will come out. Or the third will probably come out next year or something. Um yeah, it was weird. I didn't think I'd like it, but you know what? Like, strangely, kind of, like, a lot of, like, dark humor and, like, funny sort of aspects painted right in. Right up your Yes, street. genuinely, like, a little bit, you know, like, a little bit disturbing and scary a few times. Um, A lot of smut, so. <laughs> oh, cool. Maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> so no one hates that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I think it was one of those that I was
1: like, okay, this is going to be insane. And then I read it, and I was like, oh, I did not hate this book. <laughs> yeah, Fourth Wing's pretty smutty as well, so it's, uh, you know... Takes that box. Oh, it yeah, takes <laughs> that box. Where you know what? Do you like it? so much. Hey, we like our spicy. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay.
0: Okay. Let's let's finish this whole month up and let's talk about these different sort of categories of apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic fiction. Um, what I mean by categories, that's it, is mostly I find where it doesn't matter whether you're like pre the apocalypse or post the apocalypse or right in the middle of it. It's sort of like what is causing this apocalyptic event to occur, Mm. you know, is it some sort of cyber attack? Is it a virus or infection of some kind? Is it like you said, like a, like a bomb or like a war of some kind?
1: Um, but there's more than that. There like, are is more it, than those. Is it a human thing? Like, was it a human conflict that kind of made us... Oh, is it an re- alien invasion? Sorry. Alien invasion. Yeah. Um, human conflict that made us change our society as we know it. Yeah. Um, is it um, an environmental disaster? An environmental like, we have killed disaster. the earth and it finally worked. It finally happened. Um, is it that, um, yeah, we had to go live in space for a while because the earth was dying and now we've come back to the earth. Yeah. Uh, is it um, like technology has failed and we've returned yeah.
0: to an earlier time? Like, I know that one's yeah. woven into a lot of the other it's true. types. It's um,
1: Religious fanatics.
0: That yeah, like, That kind of it.
1: overhauled how we do everything.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. But God, there are so many different kinds of things. Did the options. rich people
1: take over and go too
0: far? Yeah. <laughs> I think that um I would say viruses and infections are your top right Why? now. No, in general. You like think I in think th- I think the most exists like about those. Like I'm probably incorrect, but it feels like, at least in from like the the popular point of view, yeah. like that standpoint is like that is what exists the most in terms of like the reason that the apocalypse has happened. It was an infection and it started here and then it moved its way through. And I mean we've seen now in real time what's happened in the past few years um, due to some sort of like viral epidemic to a certain extent. And so I think that people can really get into stories like this because it does feel like something that could genuinely occur. Yeah. And, you know, to a much,
1: much smaller
0: degree has occurred.
1: Well, it also so. depends like on your, I would say you're so socioeconomic environment, like, what's going on in the world. So, like, if you look at books like 1984, for example, that was written in 1948. And it was just after the Second World War or, like, you know, just before it ended. And it was basically George Orwell's 1939 and 1945. After Second World War. Sorry, you're fine. Um, And it was George Orwell's outlook on the future based Mm -hmm. on what they had just lived through, and it was very bleak. Yes. You know, um, he assumed that there was going to be another world war, and, you know, Big Brother was going to take over, yeah. and everybody was going to be controlled. Yeah. Now we're looking a lot more at, like, viruses and viruses that kind of thing. Viruses and vir- Zombies. And, yes. And- well, that
0: fall- that for me falls into the virus category, yes. because generally speaking, it's some sort of infection, which causes the <laughs> zombification of, <laughs> dream of zombie. No, that
1: doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: No, (laughs) but you know what i mean like it's usually it's like an infection or a virus of some sort that causes that to happen in some cases um you know your world war z and stuff like that they become like zombies walking dead all of those they become zombies or in something in the case of um what am i thinking of right now the stand people just die um which the stand is much closer to like what we've lived through kind of thing in terms of like people just die they don't they're not reanimated there's nothing Mm -hmm. weird that occurs that way there's no monsters in that sense it just kills off the majority of the population like that is what the story is yeah um Aren't zombies, like, some sort of representation of capitalism or something? I think, I think in some stories they are, yeah. I mean, granted, like, okay, so if you look at, like, the kind of history of, like, what we know now as, like, the modern zombie, most of what existed prior to the 60s was, um, uh, zombies based on, uh, magic and voodoo. Oh, right, okay. In a lot of, like, African cultures and things like that, and a lot of even the films that existed before that were things, like, they were being reanimated, but it was by magic. Mm. And. And like hoodoo and things like that, it had nothing to do with an infection. It was just people who were being reanimated by someone who was controlling them and telling them what to do. But in the late 60s, George Romero made Night of the Living Dead, Mm. which really showcased and kind of was one of the first, if not the first, really major um, piece of media at all Mm -hmm. that... Portrayed some sort of infection that was killing people in like um, common sense, but reanimating their corpses and making them feral basically got it um and since then that is kind of what we know it hasn't been around for as long as we think it has mm-hmm. the the idea of like what we know zombies as now yeah is really like what i think night of the living dead came out in 1969 yeah. i believe so really it's been basically since then like in yeah. a lot of people's lifetime like this sort of idea of what zombies are has changed We're
1: we're quite obsessed with them like
0: i find that we there's like a lot about there's so so much and i think i i guess it just shows um how willing we are to like go along with concepts and stories like this where like every few years there's some sort of like small resurgence in some way shape or form um and i do think i think we're headed into another one of those types of things i blame the last of us for that i think that the last of us is going to kick off another version and I do think that the last of us is also the reason that um the Walking Dead universe on television still exists and they are literally releasing new spin-off shows now like right now yep. um, there was a Daryl Dixon show specifically yep. that was released last year they've got another one I think that's starting sometime around the time that we're recording this as yeah. well um, you know you had Fear of the Walking Dead you had the original series and then you had all of the like little sub ones where they had I think one off stories with a few people here and there it's incredible ridiculous that this has been going on for as long as it has and this universe still like exists. Um, and I know that that was the creator's goal initially. Like I forget, um, People are going to be so pissed at me. Robert Moore, who had originally put together the... Who uh, who's the creator of the graphic novels? I can't remember. I'm sorry. Um, who I think that was his initial idea was to create a universe that could literally go on forever. Because right. you could be following different characters and different stories within that universe forever, essentially. Yeah. Uh, it's working because, holy shit, that's Ugh. been on forever.
1: I got so fatigued with that
0: like well, we did hit, we did hit maybe like 4 or 5 years ago we hit a bit of like a zombie fatigue yeah. like it kind of died out a little bit but i'm i'm telling you we're headed back in that we're direction back into it but i think of the we're <laughs> because of the pandemic and i think we're headed into uh, that very like viral infection territory yeah. like really science based ones because of the pandemic i think we're going to be headed into that and then because of the last of us because it's also very much to do with like everything that they're speaking about at the beginning it's like an in, like an infection because of like the what is it mold yeah or something mm-hmm. that like they explain it like in the first episode yeah. of the show um, i haven't played the games guys i'm sorry but i don't know <laughs> so i don't know if the story
1: is there but yeah, yeah. but it's very much like along those lines and, and it's interesting to see some of these like that have um explored kind of the scientific like v- virus turning people into zombies but then sometimes the stories blur the line and go into the supernatural so yeah i think there's isn't there a stephen king one where they turn into vampires um maybe am i thinking of the stand maybe they don't turn into vampires people just die Okay, what's the one with the vampire oh no guillermo del toro oh the strain the strain <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> la la. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> yes no that's
0: true they do become um vampires vampires essentially yeah that's and it. so
1: so like you know we might see a little bit of an evolution that way i mm-hmm. think because we inevitably go that way like we always want to change it up have a different edge yeah. and like i think As a society, we've just lived through a global pandemic, so it'll be fun for like a hot minute to have media about it, but then it's gonna be like, we don't wanna
0: talk about this anymore. I think we're going to see that's it. Another rash of that, and I think that we're going to start to see a rise in um, apocalypses based on uh, wars, wars and technology based wars. AI taking over and stuff. Did anybody watch like Leave the World Behind that came out like very, yeah, Mm -hmm. very much like along those lines, like a sort of um, uh, like digital terrorism yeah and a lot of that's at apocalyptic events based around that because there's just so much that exists now with the advancements in ai technology and things that i think it's really easy for people to imagine a future in which something like that could
1: occur well there's been many explorations of you know the robots becoming sentient and taking over yeah like, we've this definitely is just, done that that's been around since uh, fucking terminator
0: yeah terminator and um even uh Asimov wrote certain things that oh, yeah. were like a little bit like that as yeah. well you know like his foundation trilogy and stuff does have like certain things
1: to do with that mm-hmm. so yeah and so like I think that we're going to be seeing that but kind of driven by AI you know AI, yes. AI much more you yes know? exactly
0: much more like that and you saw you know that is something that exists um has existed for a long time technically like the idea of something like that Mm. but it's not something that's been explored um
1: as its own subgenre, not by not by
0: too too many people and now i'm forgetting the name of a really 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 famous sci-fi movie wait i'm gonna find it i robot no not that (laughs) a much older one 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah,
1: that one. Hal,
0: right, is an AI that technically becomes sentient. Yeah. That's one that's, like, you know, really up there. And so, like, that idea has existed for a very long time, but it's true that it would have been uh, very difficult, I think, for uh, authors and filmmakers and anyone else to imagine certain things without certain advancements in technology that we've made in that, like, 40 to 50-year span since that movie was made in the first place. You know, the idea that, like... We have these technologies that can do these things for us. I don't know if anybody's seen, but um, uh, Netflix has this like series of uh, short documentaries called Unknown, and mm. they've all there's like four or five of them, and they've got different things. Some of them are about like you know uh, ancient technologies and things like that that would have existed like you know sort of like pre-human being and things like that. Um, you know, some of them are about the pyramids. Like there are different ones, but there's one. Uh, that I watched, uh, that is specifically, I think it's called Killer Robots. And it's specifically about, uh, the advancements of AI technology, particularly within the military and Hmm. the idea of, you know, the positive aspects of using things like drones and stuff like that to do like reconnaissance work and stuff. And so, you know, eliminate, um, potential human casualties and things like that, which is very positive. But the other aspect of like, you know, drones that are simply trained to fire. And if there are not certain fail safes put in place, what will that mean for civilian populations and for other places, like, you know, like people who are innocent in the world Mm -hmm. um, in terms of war
1: and warfare and what that will do. Right. Um, And, you know, we're talking a lot about you know we're we're talking about apocalypse but you know there's there's kind of like a a fine line where other genres seep in so yeah. you know we talked about supernatural but then you know Megan's talking a lot about like sci-fi that's seeping in you know and Very so much. you know it's it's interesting to look at it from that lens because sometimes it's hard to categorize something. You know, like if you look at like War of the Worlds, for example, you're yeah. like, is that sci fi or is that apocalypse? Like, it's both. Think, it's both. It's both. It's both, right? And is
0: like World War Z is um, apoco- like post apocalyptic or apocalyptic horror. Right. Um, you know, all of them have like a different, you know, and like that's it. Hunger Games is post apocalyptic uh, YA sci fi sort of games. Games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why it's called the Hunger Games.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, Maze Runner. Yeah, exactly.
0: Apocalyptic maze and like dystopian films and stuff yeah. all fall into this. And yes, a lot of them do lean into the science fiction, but not all of them do yep. necessarily either. Like you know, that's it. I would argue that's it. Something, uh, some things that are like, um, what did I just say? Like some things like zombies and stuff yeah. like that don't really lean into the science fiction
1: aspect quite no. as much. But like again, the ones that are like from human conflicts, like The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Um, we talked about that already. Um, the Never Let Me Go, mm-hmm. that's another one. Like, wh- how did we get to a world where, where we're, this we're is possible? Rich
0: people are doing this, yeah,
1: basically. you know, and, like, you know, something must have gone wrong where there was no, like uh, laws put in place to protect people, you know, same thing with the handmaid's tale. Um, like, how did we, how did they get to a point where we were like, this was allowed to occur? And again, it's like, they, they kind of rationalize it. It's like, oh, it's for the good of society, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's, what's so interesting about apocalyptic, like as a genre is because you can really go any direction with it. Um, but What I've found personally is that a lot of the time what makes it different to like sci-fi, for example, or supernatural is the human interactions within the story uh, because they have to, you know, form like a tight relationship to actually make it through whatever they're going through, whether the story itself is going to explore like current and then future state Mm -hmm. or past or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. There's a lot more focus on the human interaction side and, like, what's going on between the characters. As opposed to the technological aspects of things. Yeah. Yes, That's true. As sure. opposed to, like the actual yeah. world itself and what's going on you know no i agree and yeah. i think that i think that that's
0: probably partially what like for me i guess makes it slightly more interesting than straight science fiction yeah. for instance because i'm not as drawn to that side of things yeah but if there's more of a, an aspect of humanity to it yeah. and uh, ca- like character conflict yeah and resolution and things like that i'm more likely i think to be interested in that side of things yeah. so even if i'm not you know that's it, incredibly interested in the the technology side of the story, I'll still want to read it. Yeah. Because I'll be interested to see, you know, what happens, what happens between these characters specifically and how they resolve whatever conflict is occurring throughout the course of the story. Totally. Yeah, and I think... I think that's just, I think it's just, I don't, I don't know, I think there are several different reasons, but I'm pretty sure that part of the reason that we love this stuff so much and why, like, these types of stories come back over and over and over again is really because, partially maybe because we want to um, look at the state of the world and be like, well, it could be worse.
1: (laughs) yeah um, huh.
0: but maybe also you know because like we as readers but also people who are writing these stories you know do like to perhaps put a message out with regards to certain things hope. that like there is hope yeah. and also but also maybe we should take some steps to make sure that this sort of thing doesn't happen again um, yeah. <laughs> we're not great at heeding those warnings as a society oh in general as human beings we're not great at that um, but it'll it'll be interesting to see in the next maybe five years or so like what kinds of new stories like that are put out into the world and what the focus is like you know that's it are we going to take a resurgence are we going to have a resurgence of that's it viral infections of some kind are we going to have a like you know um a bump in the types of like that's it like technological warfare stories uh which i feel like we're headed towards in terms of like television yeah quite a bit right now there's a lot of that kind of stuff out there and I'm wondering if um fiction's gonna head in the same direction to a certain extent
1: it could yeah it could be interesting to keep an eye out on it yeah that's it just to kind of you know <laughs> see what winds
0: up happening and because like you know that's it like you know you watch something like leave the world behind you're like ah oh, fuck <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I wonder, wonder what our listeners think.
0: Yeah, you guys can let us know if you, um, like, what your favorite sort of, like, subcategory of, like, apocalyptic and a post-apocalyptic fiction is. You know, what you like, what you don't like, if you hate all of it. <laughs> Because it's, like, too negative for (laughs) you, whatever the situation is. (laughs) Um, You know, and maybe what you think your predictions are for the future, like where we think this type of fiction is headed and what we'll see more and more of as time goes on, um, you can let us know about that over on Instagram, TikTok, and threads at Fully Booked CA. And you can also check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better. But until next week, guys, and a whole new chapter of Fully Booked, keep on reading.
1: Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Let's go.